Boyd getting through. Stringer. That's a better kick. Oh, Mules couldn't quite. Tap, 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 tap. McLean hooking. Oh, yes. That is the cream on what has been a beautiful first half game. McLean will kick virtually on the siren. He misses. But they don't miss out. Their day, their year, their joy. Just on a hunch, I reckon that might be the seminal moment, the highlight moment in the 102-game career of a now-delisted Premiership Bulldog and one of their favourite sons in Toby McLean. Uh, He just recently got let go by the Western Bulldogs, and he's been good enough to jump on Dwayne's World today. Sam Hargrave's filling in for Dwayne if you've just joined us. Toby, mate, thank you so much for, for being on the show and for having a chat to us. No worries, Sam. Thanks for having me, mate. Am I right? Is that the... That's the moment. The moment for you, the you, 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 your highlight moment. Uh, yeah, it definitely has to be up there. Like I was in my second year of AFL football, and to be part of something like that, um, yeah, it's definitely hard to beat. That's for sure. Mate, the decision of the club not to offer your contract for twenty twenty four did it come as a surprise to you? Um, no, nah, not really. Like, um, it sort of left it to the end of the year and. Um, although I was, thought I was playing some really good footy in the VFL, it was sort of um, inevitable that um, that sort of decision was coming. So when it actually uh, came to it, yeah, it wasn't overly uh, surprising. So, um, yeah, unfortunate for it to happen, but, yeah, on to bigger and better things. You played the six games this season. Were you sort of aware as the season unfolded that you weren't maybe going to be the next man up? Had that been communicated to you, or were you still very much in the fight for a spot week in, week out? Um, well, I had some back, sort of a back injury throughout the year as well, which I was sort of fighting through. So um, I was sort of able to overcome that and have a good back half of the year. And um, I thought every week I was put my hand up. Uh, I thought I was performing quite well. And um, yeah, we sort of got a great midfield in our AFL side. So it was always going to be hard to, to break through and um, take one of those guys' spots. Um, so yeah, I sort of um, knew that was the case, you could say. You faced a bit of adversity, didn't you, with, throughout your career? Those two ACLs across three seasons, returning to the side finally in that 2022 elimination final. The injuries you faced, how do you look back on them now and what you had to go through to get past them and to get back out there? Um, yeah, it was looking back, it was quite a difficult time for me. Who, uh, Someone like me, I haven't really gone through um, any sort of major injuries in my career, so... Um, to have an injury that was sort of nine to 12 months time, it, it, it does take a, a toll, especially mentally, but it does physically wear you down as well. So, um, yeah, first one, no good. And then they say the second one's easier, but I tell you, I tell you right now, it's definitely not good. I don't recommend doing two ACLs to anyone. It's, um, yeah, it's not a great place to be. That's good um, advice for all the kids uh, listening <laughs> at the moment, mate. But, but yeah. how, how, how dark did it get for you when, when that second one occurred? Um, yeah, look, I had some hiccups along the way in the second one. I, I sort of, um, I, they take a, a graft out of your hamstring to repair your knee. So, um, I actually, uh, tweaked that a few times during rehab as well. So, um, yeah, it was tough and I was sort of lucky, but not lucky enough to have Josh Bruce alongside me for the second one. Um, so we could sort of complain and moan, moan together through our rehab time. So 
in that aspect it was a bit easier but to go through so many setbacks during it um yeah it was yeah it was quite tough so what did it mean to get back after two and three years and finally get to 100 games because when you started out your career I think it was two games in your first year you you played 14 in the premiership year including uh, getting that medallion and you're probably thinking at that point yeah this is this is just how my career is going to go but then you hit that ultimate hurdle and two of them to get back and get to 100 games how big uh yeah um you, you sort of you have some thoughts go go through your head um during the time where you're injured, where you sort of think to yourself, am I, am I still good enough to sort of play at the level? Uh, am I going to make it to those sort of big milestones? And um, you definitely doubt yourself, but I sort of, I was lucky enough to come back and play an AFL game in that final and sort of remind myself that I, I still had what it took at the level. And um, for me to sort of just scrape through to a hundred games. Um, no, I'm, I'm very grateful to, to achieve that. And um yeah, I'm very proud of what I've achieved in my career. I've, uh, I've been quite lucky, so, um, yeah. We're speaking to Premiership Bulldog Toby McLean, unfortunately not offered a contract in 2024 with the Western Bulldogs, but let, let's just go back to 2016, Toby, because everything that was building up to that, the drought for the Western Bulldogs, only the one Premiership, as we know, heading into that, the, the day itself, you have 18 disposals, you kick a goal, so personally, you know, you've played well, the team gets the win. What does it mean to you to be a part of the history and history that was such a long time coming for that club, but also from a personal point of view to perform in the manner that you did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does, it does mean quite a bit. I, you see uh, sort of um, coming across so many Bulldog supporters over my time. Um, not only it means so much to me, it means so much more to them being through all the heartache um, with prelim losses and um, sort of just missing out and that sort of thing. So um, yeah. And, Again, I was I was lucky enough to play in that grand final as well because um, I people um, sort of forget that I didn't play in the first final up in Perth, so um, I sort of was lucky enough to come come into the side through injury and then um, sort of perform well enough to sort of keep my spot and um, yeah, as as you said, do do my bit on grand final day and um, yeah, so grateful to be a part of that uh, that premiership winning side. We played in the audio the shot sort of as the siren was going. So I've never heard a bigger roar for a behind. Uh, I know that. Do you, what, do you remember that moment quite vividly, having the shot, the siren standing, you miss, but as Dennis said, you don't miss out? <laughs> yeah, I do. No, I get reminded of it, reminded of it quite a bit that I, <laughs> I kicked the last point. And it should have been a goal, and people had me for two goals plus in their multi. Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> um, no, if I had just waited for a bit longer um, for the siren to go, I should have could have been able to hold the ball up and really make the most of that moment. But um, yeah, it didn't really matter in the end. So um, yeah, we move on, but yeah, got the last kick in the grand final. So that was, uh, that's a pretty nice touch. You did. And, and that was in your second season. So, you know, how does a flag at that point shape you as a, as a person, second season, you're still learning pr- probably how to be a footballer at that point. Then all of a sudden you're the best team in the competition, despite finishing seventh, you've got a premiership medal around your neck and you think, well, the world's our oyster here. And when you look back on that now, knowing what unfolded after, how does that mm. sort of sit with you? And, and, and what would your advice be to someone if they do experience that success at a very early stage of their career? Yeah. Yeah, having been my second year, you sort of think like, oh, this stuff just happens all the time. But um, looking back, it's um, 
yeah, it obviously doesn't. We were able to make the grand final again in 2021, but obviously didn't get the success there. But um, even Josh Dunkley in his first year of football winning a grand final, it doesn't get any better than that. So no, I had a good chat with um, Paddy Lipinski leading up to the grand final this year, and I sort of just told him that um, just to savour every moment and mm. just try and take as much in as you can because, yeah, as you said, it doesn't come around so often. Um, you could only, you, This could be the last time you're sort of experiencing something like that. So, um, yeah, I was very lucky to have that in my second year and, um, yeah, obviously didn't see, see any of that again. So um, looking back, I probably didn't think that I took enough in because um, as time goes by, memories fade and that sort of thing. But I think I've got enough sort of footage and um moments in my camera roll to look back on and um yeah it sort of makes you smile looking back on things like that so toby let's look to what's next do you feel like you've got more to give from a football term 27 years of age is is this just another chapter about to be written in your afl journey do you want to go on with another club yeah yeah look i'd I'd love to continue my afl career um as you said i'm only 27 years old so i'm still i still feel quite young and um, yeah, I think I do have plenty left to give. So um, I felt like I had a great uh, end to my season in the VFL, um, performing quite well, I thought, every week. And even as a side, we were um, quite dominant as well. So I was able to finish the year in the AFL team and get a win against Geelong and um, thought I contributed in that game. So, um, yeah, I still definitely feel like I've got what it takes to play at AFL level and, yeah, hoping that something pops up that, yeah, um, yeah, just have to wait and see, I guess. So, so take us through those chats. Uh, I mean, if you are sitting down with a club and they say, "Right, uh, Toby, what have you? What can you? What can you do for us? What can you bring to us?" <laughs> um, well, to, to be honest with you, I haven't had any of those chats yet. Hopefully, they come up. But um, but we're uh, rehearsing, we're practicing here for when it comes. Yeah. Um, no, I just I think I've got a lot of versatility in my game. Like I can. I'm obviously uh, quite established as a midfielder, but um, I've played a lot of time forward, mm. a lot of time on the wing, and um, yeah, sort of wherever you need me, I can I can sort of fill any position that you want me to. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's all, all I've got for you. Really. But but I also think too, and that the fact that you've experienced the ultimate and you know what it takes to to reach the top of the mountain, that's worth its weight in gold. To, to go to a, yeah. any club, whether they're at the pointy end or not, but to have another player who's experienced things at the highest level and experienced what everything, what this is all about. At the end of the day, it is all about being up on that days, getting the photo, getting the medal and holding up that cup uh, on the last Saturday in September. And you bring that to the table. So that has to be worth something. And I'm sure it will be for any club um, that, that is looking at you. And I'm sure there's going to be some, and hopefully there is going to be some. If it's not footy, What's what would be the career path? I, I'm told that you've been training and are now a qualified barber. So just give your business a bit uh, of a plug and let us know that if it's not footy, this is what it will be. Yeah, no, look, I've, I have finished my certificate three in um, in barbering. I, I finished that earlier this year, but um, I don't have a business as of yet. But I've just got the Instagram Instagram page to buy trim. So if you want to give that a follow, <laughs> feel free to. Um, but look, barbering isn't something that I think I want to do full time. Um, I, I think it's something that's more of a part time gig because um, I'm sort of quite interested in um, the player development and welfare space um, at the moment. So I've sort of enrolled in a few courses where I'm, uh, I think, in sort of the middle of November, where it's uh, a cert for mental health and 
um, play development and welfare course uh, just through the PA, I think. So um, I'd love to sort of continue in that space and just, yeah, looking forward to see what opportunities pop up um, with that. So at Tobias, um, yeah, at Tobias underscore trims on Instagram is, is the account. So give that a follow. Hey, let's talk quickly about the Bulldogs before we let you go. There's been a lot of talk around have they maximised the list that they've had and, 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 and have they underachieved from 2016 to now and given all the talent that's at their disposal and the direction of the club, people have questioned is Luke Beveridge still the man to take them forward. When you hear those kind of conversations, what's your feel on it? Where are the dogs at now that you've been able to step away? Where are they going? Are they on the right track? Is Bevo the man? <laughs> uh, it's a good question. Um no, I definitely think we've got the least as, as everyone else does. Um, and especially with uh, Marcus Bontempelli as captain to lead the team forward, I think um, they'll definitely be up again in that sort of top eight region. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. We've obviously got uh, a lot of big key forwards, um, some great mids, and I just think um, we just need to put it all together for them to uh, sort of get going. So we just have to wait and see. I think they've got a few new coaches that they've uh, hired this year. So hopefully they can help them out and, um, yeah, can take them forward. So we just have to wait and see. Is it is it easy to put your finger on where you think that you weren't able to hit the mark this year as a team? Or is it more than just one thing? It's a collection of different little things. If you could point to one area to say, look, if we get that right, then there's no stopping there's no stopping the dogs next year. Um, yeah, it's probably a collection of, of little things. You sort of look back to that game uh, in Ballarat against GWS where they were able to just um, sort of dominate and I think Toby Green led the way there. But um, we just found it very hard to stop their momentum. Um, so I just think it's those little things where um can slow the game down and um, put, the game, put the game on the dog's terms. Um, I think yeah, it's just those little fixes, and I think they'll be right next year. I don't, yeah, you won't. They won't have anything to worry about. And just last one, Aaron Norton, forward or back? <laughs> <laughs> I think as long as Bevo's coach, uh, it'll be forward. <laughs> <laughs> Very diplomatically answered, my friend. Hey, before I let you go, I want to read you a couple of things. Um, hopefully, your footy journey is is not finished here, and and there's another chapter to be written at another club. But I just wanted to leave you with a couple of texts that have come through um, off our 40 Winks temper text. Toby McLean will always be a Bulldog Premiership legend. That's from Joe. From Blair. Hi, Sam. Please thank Toby for giving us one of the best moments of our lives as doggy supporters. We love the way you played your footy, and it's so sad to see you leave. All the best for the future, mate. I hope you get another crack at it. You deserve it more than most. And a big love heart. That's from Blair in Thornbury. That's just a couple, mate, of the tons that have come through. Oh, that's very nice. I appreciate those kind words. That's um, yeah, that's awesome. Definitely feeling the love. Well, as you should, mate. You've earned every ounce of it, um, mate. Good luck with what's to come. Good luck with uh, Tobias Trims. We'll give that a follow on Instagram, and hopefully next time we chat, we're chatting to you about um, your new club and your new team as either a player or, as you say, in the development space as well. Any club would be lucky to have you. Good luck with it all. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate it. Toby McLean, uh, 2016 Western Bulldogs Premiership player, still with plenty more to give. And it is delisted free agency period. So will there be another Oleg Markov type story? I know he came in the preseason, but he was a delisted free agent at the end of last year. Could that story be a Toby McLean story next year? We'll have to wait and see.